This is Cabernet and True Crime, the place where good wine and true crime come together. What is up, you beautiful, beautiful people? Welcome to this beautiful Sunday morning. At least it is in Cleveland. Um, And that's not something I can say all the time. The weather is stunning, and after this, I get to go to brunch, and I'm very, very excited about it. So, let's get, you know, right on into it, because I've got a couple of mimosas calling my name, and uh, we got a serial killer short on the docket for y'all today. So, um, as I said last time, I was going to try to make this be, so here's like a little tidbit of information, here's something you can go watch if you want more information. So today, we're, um, I'm kind of promoting uh, murder mystery and makeup star Bailey. Not that she needs promoted, she is a goddess and a queen, and we stan her, and she does, she does not need any promotion, she's so good. But um, she did a video on our subject for today, so if you want more information, she has one. <laughs> so let's get right into it, because I'm giving you your short, short and, uh, you know, that's, that's the tea, so we're not gonna, we're not gonna, even as I mumble, jumble... <laughs> Life is hard sometimes, you know. You you get it. You get it. You understand. I used to have a coworker. Sorry, this made me think of it. But I used to have a coworker who always sang the song "Life is Hard When You're Janny," <laughs> which is like my my drunk alter ego. But life is hard when you're Jana, and uh, sometimes I just you know reminisce that song. Sometimes life is hard when you're me. <laughs> life is hard when you're anybody. But sometimes my life feels harder than other people's. That's not true. Yeah, it's all a personal experience. Whatever. Okay, so um, today's subject was born, and I'm saying subject, I don't know why. It seemed like a thing to say today. Today's subject is Paul Zeiniger. Um, well, he was born Paul Zeiniger on September 12th, 1951. He was, a, he was born in the... Uh, I thought this when I typed it, that I'm not going to like this. The Shenactity? Shenactity area of New York. This is our third time, I think, that somebody has been from there, um, and I have not learned how to pronounce it any of these times, so I am sorry if you're from there. Um, Also, I'm sorry if you're from there because there seems to be a lot of serial killers that come from that area. What is wrong with Shenactity? Yes. So at six months old, he was given up for adoption by his biological mother. She neglected him so badly that he could not be adopted. Um, he was so malnourished and just, it took six months for just, you know, he was very malnourished and undertaken care of. Um, he had four other siblings that were in similar state and they were all given up for adoption. When he was handed over to the doctors, uh, he was basically a wild animal and according to what I've read, he had to eat his own feces to survive. So obviously not a very good breeding ground for a normal human. So um, a nurse, Norma Stano, adopted him. And that was after six months of trying to get him um, into the right men- state, like the right mentality and state of mind to be adopted. She gave him the name Gerald Stano. So Gerald had issues with bedwetting, he performed poorly in school, and was a compulsive liar. As a teen, he was arrested for pulling a fire alarm and um, throwing rocks off a highway bridge at cars, which once again, I'm not super surprised. 
from his upbringing, it's really hard, I think, to turn out normal, um, especially because there are a lot of studies done that say that when a kid is abused like that, they have a much harder time coming out regular. Um, so there obviously are people who do, but you know, there's always that fear of like that person's not going to end up regular because it's so ingrained to them in their formative years that, you know, that abuse never really goes away. So Gerald graduated high school at 21. He enrolled in a computer school and after graduation had a long string of jobs. He moved with his parents to Ormond Beach, Florida, um, because they moved down there and he really didn't have the choice. He followed suit, um, but he was unable to remain employed. He was constantly um, late or he stole from his employers. So he he was kind of moving around from the New York area to Florida, and we'll see this with his crimes as well. And, you know, obviously, you know where this is going. If our Gerald ended up on this podcast, uh, this story doesn't have a happy ending. I don't I don't cover not serial killers or conspiracy theories, so there has to be a reason why he's here. And um, let's get into why. Although it appeared on some level that Gerald was getting his life together, because obviously he graduated high school eventually, he went into a computer class, he got jobs. He was obviously very hireable if he had so many jobs. Um, and they didn't question, we you know, why he kept getting fired. So he started killing at the age of 18. And reminder, he was in high school at that time. During the late 60s, several girls in the area had gone missing, but there wasn't enough physical evidence to convict Gerald, or really anybody else, of those crimes. Uh, Stano would technically never be charged with those murders. He admits that his first murder was in New Jersey um, in 1969, so remind you, he was 18 at the time. Between 1969 and his capture in 1980, Gerald Stano killed a confirmed 22 women, but is suspected to have claimed over 40. Uh, the majority of his murders were committed in Florida and in New Jersey, finally coming to a stop on April 1st, 1980, when he was arrested after a woman named Donna Hensley went to the police about her encounter with Gerald, saying that he had, quote, sliced her. Uh, Gerald was convicted of nine murders, and I'm presuming first degree. I don't see how he could have been convicted of any of anything else. Um, and he received eight life sentences and one death sentence. So, uh, during his time in prison, fun fact about Gerald, he was housed with Ted Bundy until, um, Ted Bundy was executed in 1989, but they were housed in the same, uh, not jail, not jail cell, but housed in the same jail together. Um, after several appeals, uh, Gerald Stano was executed by the electric chair on March 23rd, 1998 in Florida State Prison. He was 46 years old, uh, and his last meal, which they don't always tell you, but it's kind of interesting to know what people choose to be like the last thing they'll ever eat in their life. I do find that fascinating. Was um, a Delmonico steak, a baked potato, a salad with blue trees dressing, lima beans, and a half gallon of mint chocolate chip ice cream. Why not a full gallon? I don't know. And a two liter of Pepsi. Um, and when his final statement, which I think is kind of weird, um, but once again, I didn't go into super huge amount of detail on this case, but um, he stated in his final statement to uh, his, oh, sorry. Yeah, he stated that he was innocent um, and that he confessed to crimes he didn't actually commit. I cannot confirm nor deny his statement. Um, I think, I think he probably did it, <laughs> you know. <laughs> okay. Well, that's that. So if you want more information and probably a much better done video 
Bailey did a great one on murder, mystery, and makeup. All you have to do is type in Gerald Steno. You'll find him um, and her. She's amazing. And with that all being said, sorry to be quick. It is the serially short Sunday, but sorry to be quick. I do have a ride picking me up, and I did not plan today out as well as I probably should have. So this is extra short, but I feel better. I wanted to make sure I came on here and did it as opposed to just saying screw it and can't like not doing it at all because as as is my 2020 motto and 2019, so I'm trying to get into the habit of it, consistency beats intensity. And uh, that's kind of like my saying, uh, because you can do little things every single day that puts you where you want to be in life, or you can do it once a week, but I'd rather do little things every single day um, because I think you see results better that way. So consistency beats intensity. I will leave you guys on that note. Happy Serially Short Sunday. I will see you guys on Tuesday. And sorry, I realized today that um, all my scheduled posts are not being posted. So I promise I'm not like just disappearing off the face of the earth. I just realized now that none of, none of my shit's posting. So I guess I'm going to try to fix that tomorrow um, on my beautiful vacation day. I get to see my family. I'm really excited about that. Um, yeah. So um, I'll catch you guys on the flip side, and I hope you all had a beautiful weekend, and enjoy your Labor Day holiday tomorrow.